As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Don't be like Charlie. Charlie is that do-it-yourselfer who does himself in. Do-it-yourself is good for tile and grout. It is not good for asset protection. Charlie thought he'd save a few dollars forming his LLC online. With no guidance, he did it wrong. When he sold the property, he lost thousands and thousands of dollars. He did himself in by trying to do it himself. Don't burn yourself. Use Corporate Direct to set up and maintain your LLCs and corporations. Corporate Direct is owned and operated by attorney and rich dad advisor, Garrett Sutton. Garrett wrote the bestsellers, Loopholes of Real Estate and Start Your Own Corporation. He is Robert Kiyosaki's attorney for asset protection. He and his team will do it right. Visit them at CorporateDirect.com or call 800-600-1760. Mention Rich Dad and receive $100 off your formation fee. That's CorporateDirect.com. CorporateDirect.com. Did you hear about Rich Dad's new podcast, Millennial Money? Don't you want the truth about money and not just the lies the media is selling you? Don't you want to control your own future? Then join me, Alexandra Gonzalez-Ganoza, as I interview the number one personal finance author in the world, Robert Kiyosaki, as well as many of the world's greatest thinkers about money, finance, and the economy. Robert and I will show you how the lessons of Rich Dad Poor Dad apply to the entire generation of millennials. You won't hear the old advice of saving your money and getting a 401k. Instead, you will get real advice from the most successful people who have real knowledge about the real way money can be made because they actually do what they teach. Join me as Robert and I take you down the path to true wealth with the Rich Dad Company's newest podcast, Millennial Money. This is the Rich Dad Radio Show. The good news and bad news about money. Here's Robert Kiyosaki. Hello, hello, hello. Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show. The good news and bad news about the future. The question is, what's the future going to look like for you? Because today, as you know, uh, socialism is taking over the world. And we have Comrade Biden and Comrade Kamala. And we're not Republican or Democrat. We're just telling what we see. When you can take down the president of the United States through social media, something is definitely kind of screwed up out here. Parlor gets taken down. I mean, if this is not the Communist Manifesto, I don't know what is. So I'll probably get taken off with saying this, but I'm just telling people I would see it. But the future is very, very bright if you're prepared for it. That's all we've been at the Rich Dad Company. So today we're going to be talking about how you and your family, especially your kids, 
because, as you know, I just can't believe what's happening. It is beyond my little pathetic brain. Why are the school teachers not teaching when the kids are the most important people and you're at the least, I'd rather hang out with kids than at the supermarket. Do you know what I mean? I'm going, but they're not working, but they want pay raises, the school teachers. That's my poor dad's mentality, head of the teachers union. So I'll probably get delisted for that one too. But anyway, the future is very, very bright, but the future is going to be different than it was in the past. So today we're going to be talking about real financial education, not that BS the financial planners teach you, you know, save money and get out of debt. That's definitely what we do not do. And we don't pay taxes either. Legally. 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 But it's financial education. Any comments, Kim? Yeah. Well, the question that we always ask is, why do the schools not teach you anything about money? And they still don't. And it's (laughs) really up to the parents and relatives and families to teach about money. But the problem is the families don't know anything about money. So we're going to talk today about how families can learn about money, how kids can learn about money. And it can be fun and it can be entertaining and it doesn't have to be this numbers and all of this stuff, it can just be a really great way to learn. And when there's a dollar sign, I know for me, if there's a dollar sign attached to it, I'm really interested. <laughs> yeah, I'm more interested with a one with a dollar in front than one with a cent behind of it. I, and I didn't do well in school, but I knew the difference between one dollar and one cent. But I was a genius when it came to that. And the way my rich dad taught me about money was very simple. I had to work for him for free. I was nine or 10 years old. Because if I pay you, you'll think like an employee. I want you to think like an entrepreneur. And my poor dad, the head of education for Hawaii, was an employee, PhD, poor, helpless, and desperate. So when I came home and I said to my poor dad, I'm working for a rich dad for free, he went ballistic. I'm going to sue him. You know what I mean? That's child labor. I'm like, no, it's called child education. So I would work for my rich dad for about 45 minutes to an hour, you know. He'd have one of his, like his groundskeeper take me around. I had to sweep the floors and pick up rubbish. And I worked in accounting. I worked in marketing. I worked in changing beds and stuff like that, you know. And then in exchange, Rich Dad would play Monopoly. I said, I thought you were going to teach me about money. He says, I am. And he taught me playing Monopoly. And finally, I got fed up with him. I said, we're playing Monopoly. I said, I don't know what you're doing here. He says, he, goes, he just cracked up. He says, you can't see it, can you? I said, no. I'm nine or 10, you know. One of the greatest formulas for wealth is found on this board game Monopoly. I'm going, what is it? He said, four greenhouses, one red hotel. I went, is that it? He goes, that's it. So why am I in school then? (laughs) So then my education really began. Same as Trump, his father sent him out to collect rent. Imagine being a 9 or 10 or a 12-year-old boy collecting rent. I heard every BS excuse possible. <laughs> I heard more garbage. It was, it was almost as bad as our guest. He was a Mormon missionary. I think he heard a lot of excuses out there. <laughs> you know? I hate to laugh so much, but that's the facts, Jack. You know, when you get into the real world, it's different than school. So we're talking about the cash flow board game. And why Kim and I created number 20, 1996. 1996. Most people think that Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the book came first, but actually the very, very first product of the Rich Dad company was the cash flow board game. And it came about very simply because in 94, 1994, Robert and I were financially free and everybody kept asking us how we did it because we didn't have, we didn't sell a business. We didn't have millions of dollars. We didn't have a retirement plan. We didn't have any of the traditional financial tools that most financial planners recommend. And we had no mutual funds or ETFs. But we did have the lessons from your rich dad. Yeah. And And that's how we did it. So this is what Rich Dad, Poor Dad was about. It's called a financial statement. 
They don't teach you this in school. This is income expense, assets, liabilities. And the mistake here is that my poor dad was always on the high paying job, you know, and this was my rich dad, assets. Assets put money in your pocket whether you work or not. So this is what Kim and I, we had businesses, we had real estate, we had no paper, no stocks, bonds, mutual funds, or ETFs, and we had a lot of gold and silver. Today we have Bitcoin. So that's all it is. I wish I could say it was harder than that, but you know, for 25 bucks today, you can buy a, a silver coin and you're in the game. You're in the asset column. And Bitcoin's a little bit more expensive, but you can chunk it down with Satoshis. It's so easy today. Unless you're doing the old thing, which is go to school, get a job, work hard, save money, get out of debt, pay taxes, and invest for the long term in a well-diversified portfolio, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and ETFs. I don't do any of that. So that's the difference there. So the cash flow game is to help you and your kids think like a rich person, think more about assets versus income. And that's how come we created the game, because everybody kept asking us, how did we become financially free without all these other resources? And so we thought, instead of talking about it, let's put it in a game. We love games. Let's make it fun. Let's make it entertaining. And so people actually are learning. They don't even know they're learning. They're learning while they're having fun. And the kids don't want to kick their butt, parents' butts anyway, because <laughs> the reason is kids don't have brake pads on their brains. You know, the parents, when they play cash flow, the brake pads are smoking, man. They're the yeah. brake. You can't do that. It's so risky. Oh, you I you should have tried that. Out. Oh, my gosh. All those thoughts. All of that. We have a rich dad advisor, Andy Tan. How many years now? Andy, 20-something years. He's been teaching for us. We teach all over the world. Your book is called Stock Market Cash Flow and 401 Chaos. I mean, you love the 401k plan. <laughs> but most important, that you practice what you teach you actually, you and your kids and your wife play cash flow, right? I mean, that's how you're teaching your boys. That's exactly right. We played cash flow since they were able to really be old enough to understand the game in the smallest way. And it's grown. We have cash flow parties at our house and uh, it's a lot of fun. A lot of, you know, it's interesting. I had a young man just Sunday come over. He's 18 years old and he, he had some money put away and asked his dad, what, what should I do with this money? He says, Go ask Tanner. He seems to know about this stuff. So he says, <laughs> I don't know. I probably ruined it because I think he's going to go home saying, Dad, I'm going into debt as fast as I can. So <laughs> well, don't, don't do that. You don't do that. You know, Robert, we had this conversation the other day. Robert's a Marine, and I'm kind of an evangelist. So I'm kind of a preacher in my nature. He's a Mormon missionary. The hard, I told him I'd, I'd rather kill people than save their lives. <laughs> and I'd rather <laughs> baptize people. Robert would rather. <laughs> won't get delisted either way. But, but I'm quite an evangelist for the cash flow game. I tend to get emotional when I talk about it because, you know, we're, we're here. It's, it's very, very simple. We're here to elevate the financial well-being of humankind. That's everybody, every person, regardless of where you're at now, where you come from. And I really believe that the best way that that context shift starts, that mindset shift starts, is through this tool, the, the cash flow game. We can talk about why I think that is, but in short, yeah, we played it a lot. And I'll be excited to share with you how it's impacted my kids and my family and our friends. And it's been great. Yeah. And one more thing is that Andy is an expert on paper. I'm not against paper. I just don't touch it. You know, the reason, the reason is Kim and I make more money on the business and real estate side. And we use debt a lot because of real estate. Now, we're not saying you should follow us. The purpose of the cash flow game is find out what works best for you. 
If it's stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and ETFs, please do it. One more thing that I'm cautious about, and Andy's an expert at, is that we make more money when the markets crash. That's right. You know, and right now, this guy was telling me, I was having an MRI at this hospital, and the guy says, guess what? I'm going to buy my first house. I'm going, I didn't know what to say. You know, every time the idiots are running into the market, I don't want FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. Yeah. I, I better buy my house now. I'm going, oh God. And I can't say anything. Well, you right? could have been buying GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> and people talk about Bitcoin. I'm going, I don't know. Where's the top? Do, do you know what I mean? But if yeah. everybody's getting in, Andy, what does that mean to you? It means a lot of smart people are getting out because <laughs> well, what's interesting is if he's buying that house, someone had to sell it to him. So every time someone's getting in, yep. someone else is getting yeah. out. And you Good can't point. teach you can't teach that. No. You cannot teach the momentum of markets. No. no and that's what true. Andy teaches. He is our expert on paper. You know, he gets very excited when markets crash because he's going to make more money there. He gets excited when markets going up because he's going to make more money there. It doesn't make any difference. Is that correct, Andy? That's exactly what we teach. That's exactly it. There's a vocabulary, which, which really brings to the cash flow game is there's a vocabulary that people, adults and children like learn. And it begins with that financial statement. What is an asset? What is a liability? But Andy, that real asset's in your brain. Yes. <laughs> but it does it does come back to vocabulary and it and it is coming back just to the yeah. game for a moment. That's one of the keys. I mean, if we talk about one of the first things you should do, what you can do if you want to learn about investing and learn about stocks play or learn about flow. is play catch fund, learn the vocabulary of money. And that's what the game teaches. And, and that's what you teach your boys. Yes. And that's what I want to talk about because it also brings up you know, so many couples and families don't talk about money. You play the game, it brings up the conversation. You start having that conversation about money. So how has it impacted, Andy, your kids and, and Marcy, your wife, and you as a family and as the kids? Well, Robert mentioned that kids have advantages without without having the brakes on. You know, <laughs> we study Buckminster Fuller, and he says that, you know, Kids are born geniuses. It's just the adults degeniusize. I didn't know that was a word, but it is now. We tend to degeniusize. So they've been very fortunate. I would say that they're not smarter than other kids. They're not gift, you know, gifted. All kids are gifted, right? They're not separate. But they've been around the rich debt advisor and the cash flow game. And what it's taught them is that capitalism, what it really is. If you take an evil person and make them a socialist, it'll be bad. If you take an evil person, make them a capitalist, it'll turn out bad. And my son said something interesting about the cash flow quadrant the other day that blew my mind. He said, Dad, it's kind of like a service quadrant. It's not only how you get cash flow, but it's how you choose to serve the world. You can serve one person who's a boss. You can serve a handful of people as an S guy, a doctor, lawyer. You can serve a whole bunch of people as a B. But if you're Warren Buffett, you're serving Coca-Cola around the world. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty insightful. Yeah, they think about it in terms of the entrepreneur's job and the FS's job is to say, how can I make this person's life better at a cheaper right. cost? But if you're evil, you're evil, you're honest, you're honest, and you're a crook, you're a crook, right? 
choose your quadrant, you'll you'll suffer those consequences any when you choose. And you mentioned Buckminster Fuller, which is a, one of his philosophies, one of his tenets that we've followed ever since I've known Robert, is the more people we serve, the more effective we become, is right. to what your son is saying. So now they see the world through, and, and here's the difference between Monopoly and the cash flow game is monopolies played on the board with a little car. And certainly there's elements of that in the cash flow game, but where the game is really played is on that financial statement Robert was holding up. And so they became very, very fluid and very, very comfortable with income, expenses, assets, and liabilities. And to, to leave the rat race in real life is to get a passive income that is greater than the expenses. And the cash flow game takes you through that journey in a simulation over and over and over again. You're allowed to make mistakes. The context of mistake making has been huge because they've learned, well, you know, if I screw up and I go bankrupt, there's another game tomorrow. I'm not hurt by making a mistake. I'll learn from it and, you know, apply what I learn next time. And it's amazing how, how children it's particularly, I'm kind of an evangelist that way as a father you know, that's, that's my number one goal is to be a good dad, right? Hopefully a rich one too, but a good dad. And, and so the, the, the friends come and the, the house becomes a place where we gather and play this game. I had one where I said, okay, everyone's got to bring their parents. And you talk about those brakes, pads, smoking, Robert. It was incredible. <laughs> was, we had the kids on the floor playing the game. And then we had the parents sitting on the outside, just observing and it was blowing the parents' minds watching their kids get rich and become smarter than they were in about two hours. Wow. <laughs> it was a mind blower. And then pretty soon the hands were going up on the parents and they're trying to coach. And I'm like, ah, just let it go. Let the game, let it go. <laughs> it's, it's something I would say experience and play it a few times. And then you'll know, but it's, it's, it's kind of, I imagine like when my wife says what it's like to have a child, I have no idea. You know, I've had a kidney stone. That's probably close. I don't know. But until you've actually played the game, it's hard to be an evangelist for it. We just encourage people to play it because you can read books and you can listen to, to tapes and audios and go to speeches and lectures and YouTubes and podcasts and, you know, all the click, 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 all this stuff. But if you just shut off your electronics, okay, just shut them off for a little while, get a bowl of popcorn, get some pencils with big erasers on them, <laughs> and just, just have some time as a family, as Kim said, facilitating a conversation about money, which is not taboo. It's a healthy thing to talk about. So when we come back, we're going to be talking more to Andy and then also to Alexandra Gonzalez, our millennial money expert here. But we're going to be talking more about when I played Monopoly with my rich dad. You know, what I was engaging was my four intelligences. And we all have four intelligences. And so we'll be talking about this when we come back. The trouble here is the reason most poor people are poor is they don't have the financial vocabulary in their head. They don't have financial literacy. And second of all, emotionally, they're constipated. They need some, what do you call that, Keopecte or something because they're so constipated. They've been taught, don't make mistakes. If you make mistakes, you're stupid. Which stops all learning. It stops all learning. So emotion of fear gets to them. When the kids don't have this, the brake pads are off. And they're learning. And it's physical learning. They're doing, 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 doing. And then their spirit soars. 
They say, I can do this. And I've watched your sons. I mean, oh my gosh, we, we were in Argentina amazing. with your boys and there was like 4,000 adults in the audience. And your youngest son, David, goes up there and explains infinite returns, how we don't need money to make money. And there was a hush that came over the audience of all these old guys going, ¿Qué pasa? What is this kid talking about? You don't need money to make money? That's financial intelligence. We'll be right back. This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow. All in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Welcome back, Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Day Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. Today, we're talking about the future, how the future's very, very bright for some people. And we're actually in a depression for everybody else right now. I mean, you cannot just keep printing trillions of dollars, raising taxes, crushing jobs, and artificial intelligence is coming along. And pretty soon, you won't need a driver for your car because the car will drive by itself. That means 3.5 million truck drivers and Uber drivers are out of work. So the idea of go to school, get a job, work hard, save money, invest for long term in the stock market, it's obsolete. So that's why we're talking about the cash flow board game. But more important, we're talking about why the games are important, teachers. As again, we have four intelligence, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. That's like you want to learn to play the game of golf. You have to have all four, right, Kim? That's right. Basketball, the same thing, right, Andy? Yeah. Can you read a book and play golf? No. No. And if you're afraid of making mistakes, can you learn to play no. golf? Make mistakes every hole. Those are the differences here. So we can be talking about the four intelligences. We have Andy Tanner, but we also have a young woman who I've met her since she was uh, this big. And um, <laughs> her father and I are very good friends. Her mother and I are good friends. I mean, we traveled the world together. As Alexandra Gonzalez, she runs Millennial Money for the Rich Dad Company now. She's turned into an asset for our company. I mean, she, is, she, she produces a lot of money for us through social media. And she's fantastic, and she's learned a lot. So, Alexandra, what's it, what was it like traveling to, let's say, Argentina? There was 4,000 people in the audience, and Andy's two boys stood up. I don't know. How, how old were you, David and Zach? I think David was nine, and Zach was 11. <laughs> and I'm going to interrupt for one second because Alexandra— was brought up with cash flow for kids, yeah. Yeah. which is the kids' version of the game, which is like ages six to twelve, yeah. and that's where she started. So that's mm-hmm. how long ago yeah. you were part of the the rich dad company. Yeah. So so Alexandra's mother stood up there and explained how she took an eightplex in Florida, smartest investment she ever made today, especially, and she turned it into an infinite return. She has no money in the deal, but she's making cash flow. That's when the name of the game is called cash flow. So Alexandra did that. Her mother did that. 
And then David and Zach stood up and they explained infinite returns to adults. What, what was your experience of that, Alexandra? Well, thank you, Robert and Kim, for letting me on the show. And that experience for me was incredibly eye-opening and very spiritual, like Andy mentioned. And Andy, you're doing an incredible job because I know your kids will be eternally grateful that you're teaching them and their friends because your circle is your wealth. And I know that they'll be incredible grateful because I am with my parents. And seeing David and Zach being able to explain an infinite return when majority <laughs> of the audience wouldn't even understand was that's when you truly realize that kids have no barriers. I mean, at that age to learn to become rich and use wealth to your power and to serve more people is is beautiful. But how was your mom? I mean, <laughs> uh, Alexandra's mom and I have a love hate because she's a real estate <laughs> broker. And I was teased. I used to tease her for years saying, broker means you're broker than me. That's all it means, you know? <laughs> and, and after she emotionally calmed down a bit, <laughs> she got the message and now she's an investor, right? Yeah. And like I've seen the changes in David and Zach, I've seen the changes in myself and my father and my mother especially. I mean, her transformation has been incredible. She went from relying on her on her paychecks, on her commissions, to now creating her own wealth. Do you remember the deal? Yeah, I actually gone to visit it a couple times to help with like remodeling and stuff like that. It's an eightplex, um, right? It's an eightplex in Fort Lauderdale. And they're thinking about buying the one next to it as well to expand it even more. But we've, as a family, have learned a lot from that project because we've all gotten involved. Because and, it's, you're actually doing the real thing physically. Yep. And it was four unit. It was a fourplex. It was a fourplex with land next to it. Yep. And then they built four more units. They built four more, and now they're thinking about getting Good. the other Good. one next to it. Yeah. Good. This is where your mom. Your mom was here. Yep. She wanted a commission. Uh, that's what employees and self-employed do. They want the commission. And I, I kept teasing her. And your father finesse like, take it easy, take it easy. <laughs> but then when her brain, she was looking at millions of dollars all those years, but she was blinded. Because she thinks like an S, a salesperson. Would you say that was true? 100% true. And then now she's soaring, right? Now she's soaring. And now she's the one who's constantly telling my dad to look for more investments. And <laughs> she's the one bringing the deals and he'll analyze them. But she's the one who soared, who's transformed. And you know what I love, too, is you started with the Cash Flow for Kids game. And then, of course, you played the other game. But you and your family, Andy and your family. And I love when doing it with the parents— and when you brought the other parents in, because you hear these kids come and they learn this game, and they learn this language, and they learn all these new concepts, and then they go home to their parents who do not understand what the heck they're talking about. So to bring them together where they're learning and getting on the same page together, I thought that was brilliant. The trouble is the parents still went to Midas for a break job. <laughs> <laughs> they want the kids to go back to school and get a job, become a doctor or a lawyer, and pay a lot of taxes. I mean, I can't believe it. I mean, parents— and they're screwed. What was the reaction, Andy, to the, the parents? Very positive. The way we, we play the game is we'll play a little bit and we'll take time to discuss what we've observed and to discuss what had happened. And a school discussion is called what in school? Cheating. <laughs> Cheating. Oh, yeah. Cheating. <laughs> Looking on your neighbor's paper. <laughs> <laughs> But, but the parents, I mean, we're all good friends. You know, I've coached their kids and, and it in was basketball, so fun. In basketball. Yeah, it was so fun because I know they have great basketball aspirations. And, you know, sometimes you're limited vertically. Some people are and <laughs> things, but there's no limits 
to what you can do as an entrepreneur? Absolutely no, no boundaries. And the parents, extremely intelligent people, extremely positive, and they were having the same shift. They were having the same shift. They were like, wow, we want to do this more. We want to do this on a regular basis. They were more than thrilled to have their kids learning it. They could feel feel the magic of it. And I'll just tell you, every time we talk about you know the experiences of my boys, I feel inside to emphasize that there's an illusion because, you know, like I say, well, there's 4,000 people and it's in Spanish and all this is going on. You got these two little kids and it seems out of place because it, it's not normal. But I have to tell you, we're an average family. My kids are average kids. They're not like it's not that they're geniuses, like all kids, all of them can do that. All of them. And, and so it would be a misperception to say, oh, they made this. No, it was the castle game. And the only reason he understood the concept of infinite return is he's played that game, you know, so many times that it becomes one, like integrated into who they are. And so they can follow the advisors. You know, they understand Garrett and Tom and Kenny and, and Blair, Josh, Lisa, they understand what those guys do and it gives them a choice. You know, I've, I've told my kids, you know, we, we're biased towards the E and the I because that's where we live and love. But I've told them the cash flow quadrant is a choice. My son was brought into the world because of a fertility doctor. And if that guy wants to bring children in the world, and I said, son, that'd be a pretty good feeling to have parents come with tears in their eyes every week to say thank you for the greatest gift that money could not buy, right? There's, it's not a right and wrong deal. It's, but, but I never... Me, I never fit in as an E ever because I'm stubborn and I can't have a boss. I can't do it. And so the frustration for me in school is E, 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 E. My parents told me E. My teachers told me E. I didn't even know there was an S, let alone a (laughs) B and an I. Yeah, exactly. And so now, you know, halfway through my life, I learn a B and an I. And I'm like, I got to give my kids the opportunity for all of them. I don't care which one they do. I just care that they have a choice. Yes. Great point. That, that game gives them that choice. I've just found that 99% of them wind up choosing to be in the eye side. <laughs> well, because that's know. what the challenge is. That's like, yeah. that's I like, told Zach, look, if you could be an E and, you know, do what, what LeBron James does for a living, you probably take that one. You know, that's pretty good. <laughs> e. The point is, you, with financial education from the cash flow board game, you can be anyone you want and yes. still be financially free, taking advantage of the biggest changes in world history. I mean, I, I make fun of the Democrats and liberals and all this, but they're still not teaching financial education. They're teaching people that they're victims, yes. you know, that, they're, that the capitalists have screwed you. Well, the only people screwing people is a school system. Mm-hmm. Those school teachers who don't want to go to work because they're afraid they might get COVID from kids who don't have COVID. I mean, to me, that's called L-A-Z-Y, you know, lazy. It is such a ripoff what our schools are doing right now. Not yeah. probably like a D platform for saying and, that. And as the cash flow quadrant gives you choices, being financially free, really the thing is it just gives you choices. <laughs> you know, you have more choices to do what it is you want to do. So I'm going to put Alexandra on the spot. Alexandra, what does infinite mean to you, infinite returns? For me, it's being on the right side of the quadrant and not having to work for money, having money work for me. It means you don't need money. Mm-hmm. I want you to understand that. If you can understand that, that you never need money again, that's infinite. Andy, in stocks, do you do infinite all the time? Yeah, we do. That's what you teach, right? Yes. And the market going up, can you go infinite? 
You can. And as it goes down, can you be infinite? Yes. See, it doesn't make any difference. But the average person is too effing lazy to learn that. You know, that's what really, really, really bugs me. You know, say, so, well, you know, I don't want to do real estate. I said, well, do what Andy does. Well, you know, it's, I'm not, you know they're lazy. They want to become a dentist and pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> and look at people's smelly mouths all day. You know, oh, my God. I'm glad my dentist does. I, God bless my dentist. I bless him every time I go in there. I wouldn't want to do his job. I'm glad he does his job. Just like the guy that fixes my car. I'm glad he wants to fix my car because I don't know how to. But I also wanted to be rich. And these guys will not be rich because they're going to keep doing the same old thing. And that's what the cash flow board game was designed to do, was open up your mind. Is that correct, Alexandra? That's exactly correct. And what you guys were mentioning earlier about choices, I mean, that was my reality for me. For me, playing the cash flow board game was created when I was born. And so growing up with this game and being able to play it online with this artifact and having that mentality, when I go to school and they give you the option, do you want to become a doctor? Do you want to become a teacher? Do you want to become a lawyer? But you never get the choice of becoming a business owner or entrepreneur, entrepreneur, or real estate investor, or maybe looking, to, looking into stocks. And so I went into school with that mentality. I don't want any of this specialist stuff. I want to create my own wealth. And I want to help more people and serve more people, like Andy said. So having that mentality, I think it saved me. Because to be stuck in a small little square already defined before you even get to define yourself and know who you are would have ruined me. That's a great point because Lisa and Josh Lannon's daughter, she told the story when she was in school and they, the teacher had this great new exercise. And she said, you could be, you can choose a profession. You can be a doctor. You can be a lawyer. You can be a dentist. You can be the trash pickup. You can be whatever you want to be. And she says, her daughter, daughter says, Haley says, I want to own the business. I want to own the business. And the teacher says, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. You have to pick a job. Wow. And that's the mentality that you didn't have that 99.9% .9 of students <laughs> I had when I went to school as well. And speaking of that, I do have a question for you, Andy, <laughs> going yes. to school. Didn't you pull Zach out of school this year? I, I didn't pull him out. They, I give them the choice. They yeah. get to do whatever they want to do. And with COVID and, you know, the way basketball was working out, I said, it's your choice. He said, dad, I'd like to learn from home. And I said, well, I don't know anything about physics or geography or, you know, you're, I'm like the worst teacher in the world there. So we took this year and we decided to dedicate it entirely to his financial education. And I will tell you this, selfishly, it's been one of the best years I've ever had as a parent because I think homeschooling, I always looked at it as, oh, here's another thing I got to do, another thing. I didn't realize that time with my son in that environment would, I, I didn't know we could be closer than we were. And to watch him build his stock account, he's taken all my courses. I have a good friend in real estate in California who has courses. He's, he was kind, he said, Andy, I'll give you access to all that stuff. So he does an hour of stocks three times a week. He does an hour of real estate every day because he's leaning more towards real estate than stocks. He does business education with me and my business. We do our webinars together and we teach together. I actually have him on now with many of my programs teaching with me because that's, uh, that's how I had to learn, you know, you know, as a teacher, I was, my father was a teacher. He's, he's one of the best I've ever known. He was a, he was gifted as a teacher. And I think that was instilled in me. 
the idea, I think people get capitalism wrong, that it's like, I want money. I want rich. I want rich. Well, think about it. How many people do I get to teach? I think my dad, you know, would someday maybe be proud. He's like, wow, my son has taught people in 108 countries. It's about reaching more people, lifting others. And, and if I could give my sons that mindset of investing son means you put money in, you're vested, you're putting money in, you're helping, you're serving. It's not what you take out. It's what you put in. And if his mindset through playing this game says, I don't want to provide housing for one person. I want to provide housing for 10,000 people. I don't want to build a product and help one person. I want to help a million people. When you take an attitude of service, your opportunity as a capitalist blooms because you're inspired to lift the world at cheaper costs. And and so that's how I teach capitalism to my children is it's about serving others. It's that simple. If you don't serve others, you won't last as a capitalist. So final words, uh, Ms. Alexandra. <laughs> no, that I'm I'm eternally grateful for you guys and for the wealth of knowledge that you guys spread all over the world. If it wasn't for the cash flow board game, I would not be here sitting here today. I remember when I moved here, I didn't even ask if I was getting a paycheck or not because I grew up with that mentality of just like working to learn and not to earn. And I see it in the conversations I have with my friends when they're talking about how much salary they're going to get or their bonuses or their 401ks. And I'm like, what? That has never been a reality for me and nor would I ever want it to be. And so I thank you guys for having my mind be limitless. Good. Like the, the options and choices are limitless. What you said Andy's favorite word? <laughs> 401k. <laughs> Sorry, and, and, Andy. <laughs> Andy, tell the world what you really think of that 401k. You have, oh, you have how four do I hours. Get, how do I get with Robert by association? So I, I would say uh, the word suck comes to mind first. Uh, 401ks just suck. We could have another show on that, but they're just not. Don't get me going. They, let's just keep it simple. They suck. How about that? Well, they're not designed to make the investor rich. Never were. They're designed to make Wall Street rich. Yeah. And it's Absolutely. it's the 401k in the U.S. What is it in Canada? The R? RRSP. RSP. Superannuation. Mm-hmm. Superannuation in Australia. Yep. In Japan, it's they took Well, they copy everything. <laughs> so with that, Andy, thank you for being a great teacher. Thank Thanks you. for you know, inspiring your two boys. And I want to thank Alexandra, you know, thank your mother and father because they've really done a great job with you and your other sisters. And so that's the future. The future is extremely bright, but you've got to let go of the brake pads. Thank you all. And we'll be back with our final words with Sarah. Thank you. Welcome back, Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Jet Radio Show. The good news and bad news are money. You can listen to the Rich Jet Radio Show anytime, anywhere on iTunes, Android, or YouTube, as long as we don't get deplatformed like Parler. All of our podcasts are archived at richdadradio.com because repetition is how we learn best. If you listen to this program again, you'll learn twice as much. But more importantly, listen to it friends, family, and especially business associates because if you have a financial business partner that's an idiot, there's two idiots. It's better if you have great partners like we do with you know Tom and Garrett, Andy Tanner, Kenny McElroy, Blair Singer, Josh and Lisa. You're only as good as your team. And that's one of the most important things that you have, you have a bad partners and come and I have a number of them. <laughs> All accountants and attorneys, unfortunately. But anyway, it's who your team is that de- determines your future. Any comments there, Sarah? Just a great show. We love Andy, of course, as usual. 
you know, as always. But one thing that we talked just briefly on is how the gameplay simulates real life. And I can tell you when I first started, we would do game days downstairs in the in the conference room. And someone who plays the game the first time, they go crazy and they, they're they bankrupt like the first round. But then as we played more and more, they start. So I, that mind shift, it's so interesting how like your first time in, I felt like watching the room, like they are just so excited. They But that makes you think that's how they are in real life. I forget what we were testing out some special packs and someone's like, oh, I'm selling all of my whatever and we're all going for a party. I'm like, that's not that's not the lesson of this game. <laughs> but that's their real life. But that's their real life. But then as we would play and it would go on, you know, they start really thinking about what they're doing. So I just think the evolution is that's, cool. That's the beauty of the, the board game, the simulation, yes. is you get to see people's real behavior because they don't. They don't play the game as somebody else. They play them the game as themselves, and their real nature does come out, and yeah. their real views about money do come out. So you learn as much watching other people as it is playing yourself. And the best part about the gameplay is you're doing it with fake money. Yes. Or, you know, play money, I guess you should say. And so it's nice because you can kind of make mistakes and learn, and, and you're not out real money. So and It gets pretty interesting, too, because when we came out of our first, what we'll called beta testing the game, whew. Man, you have couples come together. <laughs> Holy Jesus, man, I tell you. You know that old saying, they lived happily ever after? They didn't live happily after that game. <laughs> because everything the guy or she couldn't say, they said. I remember this one guy saying, I think his wife bought the boat. You know, the most expensive doodad possible. And he just yells at her. He says, maybe you should just get a boob job and find a new husband. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Holy or or the couple who all of a sudden the, this game is erupting in the corner as we're beta testing it. And all I hear is the wife saying, you never let me win. You never let me win. I'm like, this is not about cash flow game. This is not about a board game. My, my husband and I have very two strict rules. We don't do home improvement projects and we don't play games because we're both so competitive. It, it, it just doesn't work out well for us. So that's what this thing here is. Four intelligences and a game involves all four mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical. It's like the game of golf. It takes all four. It takes the game of life as all four. But schools focus on mental and emotional. And most people come out of school with the brake pads on their brain. Final words there, Alexandra. Well, this show has been extremely interesting. And it brought to mind something particular that I see in other people where they struggle a lot with their families if they're the only entrepreneur. And having this game in the household and being able to play it with my family has allowed us to have those conversations. And so I can call my sister, I can call my younger sister, and they won't think I'm crazy. I mean, they're on the same page as me about a business or about uh, something I'm looking at doing, like investing or taking a course. And we all jump on the same train. Like, let's all take that Ken McElroy course. Let's all invest in silver, you know? So I think that has been like the biggest gift of all too, because we've grown as a family and that has allowed me to grow as well. Because I can't even imagine having my family against my dreams. And what's frightening is that you were born the year Kim and I developed this game. <laughs> that's scary. That's a little scary. <laughs> that's, but but anyway. that's great. We, we do recommend, I mean, families play it together. Yeah. Business partners play it together. We always say if you're about to get married, make sure you play it with your, your to-be spouse. Or ex-spouse. <laughs> and I love, again, that Andy brings the parents in because if the kids learn and the parents are not on the same page, to your point, Alexandra, then there can be a lot of conflict. Mm -hmm. So the final word is this. The future is very bright, but you have to change what's in your head and mind and spirit. So thank you for listening to the Rich Dad Radio Show.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.